Hello, hello, ladies and gentlemen. You are listening to the West Cliff Climb. Uh, Joshua Duffy here. Such a blessing to be with you uh, this morning, barely morning, another half hour, technically morning, if you are in central time. Uh, it was a great week in the uh, Duffy house. My beautiful wife, Mallory, turned 34 years young. And yes, yes, ladies, she gave me permission to share her age. That's right. And so our three kids, uh, out of those three uh, youngsters, uh, let's see, no broken bones, uh, nobody's head uh, cut on any piece of furniture, and uh, yeah, everything's intact. So overall, a fantastic week in the Duffy house. No injuries, no ER visits, and a birthday. Fantastic. Um, We're going to talk about, uh, just briefly today, um, Crushed. Uh, That was the... uh, the video, of course, that we uh, we put out this past week, uh, a comparison of uh, my son uh, loves to help me uh, take stuff, move stuff, especially now he's starting to get kind of, uh, you know, six years old. Um, there's an iPad. There's Mario Brothers. Uh, there's more distractions. And as we all know that are adults, the distractions are only going to increase for little people. Uh, but early, early on, the kid, if he could help me carry or move anything, okay, three, four, five years of age, he'd do it. Um, and uh, a lot of times, uh, at first, if I gave him something like, you know, some wood or whatever, like like sticks or twigs, he's you could tell he's feeling really good about himself. He's like, man, I'm strong. You could tell he's like a self-esteem boost, right? Uh, a self-esteem shot right to the ego. He's feeling good. He was, you know, big smiles, shoulders back, chest out. Um, and so then I, I started giving him heavier and heavier objects to carry. Um, and you would watch the smile slowly dissipate from his face. <laughs> and, uh, and then, uh, you know, he's not suddenly looking around and taking in the scenery and looking to see if I'm looking. Um, now this intense little man is, is like focused on just getting the job done. And as the weight got heavier, eventually it, it just kind of like broke him, right? Like he doesn't, he doesn't want to carry anymore. It's heavier than he in his own strength can deal with. And so then uh, finally we would, we would carry it together. And so then his, his confidence is renewed. Uh, what he doesn't realize is at this point, it's a log, right? Like, you know, like I say log, you know, like you, you typical piece of firewood. Okay. Before it's cut. So still, Solid, right? Well, you know, I'm just about blowing out my my lumbar because I'm really actually carrying it, right? Um, but I'm I'm holding the weight way out in front of me because he's holding the other end, and he's coming to the conclusion, or at least he thinks he is, that he's carrying it. And so we get to the other side, we get done, um, put it down, and he's like, "All right, Dad, we did it," you know, and then uh, high five, you know. Yay us. We got it done. And uh, I, I thought that was just like, like a cool inspirational moment uh, just to spend some time with you um, in the moments that we have together this morning, uh, what it looks like to be crushed. Um, there, there are many of you out there uh, who thought that the burdens and um, the pressures, the fears and the worries that they were going to subside at some point. I don't know if you've ever been in that situation before in your life where you're like, okay, that's got to be as bad as it'll get. That has to be. Did it, got the t-shirt, 
and the coffee mug. Certainly, we we made that trip, took pictures, and we're done with it, right? Like, and then you find out like six months later, like mm, I think it's worse than it was the previous six months, right? And that that's kind of the nature of what I wanted to touch on. You know, like many of us here have have a season of life, and maybe you've had that season of life as well, where like it was going well, and the burdens that you were dealt. Sometimes they're burdens that you created. It's a hard pill to swallow, but it's true. Sometimes it's burdens that are circumstantial. They're they're things that happen to you. They're not your, they weren't your call. And whatever it is early on before the burden is too heavy, like you're, you're navigating it, you know? And a lot of us that are, that are going to check this out or listen to it have had that season where you're, you're killing it. Yeah. There's several things to juggle. Yeah, everything's not perfect in my life, but I I have enough going for me. Usually that that checklist looks like I'm young. Um, I'm moderately to successful, or at least there's hope in the future. Uh, There's prospects for me. I'm dating someone. We'll see how it works out. I feel good about it. Yeah, you know, whatever that is. And so you have enough distractions and enough little wins under your belt that you're kind of like, yeah, okay, you know. Yeah, I have this, this, and this in my life, but I'm overall I'm managing. And no different than my son, like what begins to happen, and perhaps this is you, there's a moment where the weight steadily gets heavier. So you you do get the job that you wanted. You do get you do get the promotion that you wanted. Not only do you discover that it doesn't do anything for you as a person, as you had hoped it would in fundamentally shifting your value, your worth, your intrinsic value, the way that you see yourself, your family and all of that. Um, Now there's even more required of you and greater pressure than you had before. Uh, Maybe uh, you finally do the person you're dating. You, you do marry them and you have a great, great wedding ceremony and you, you got the best photographer uh, this side of the Mississippi. <laughs> and you get back from the honeymoon and you're like, wow, that's it. There's, I'm like a hundred million other people. We're just two sinners now trapped under a roof. Romance moved to commitment. And all of the stuff that you hid from each other, all the burdens and issues that you actually, all of that hidden luggage that you had, that uh, that person that became your spouse had no idea. You you hid it away in the closet or in the attic, and now it starts coming out, right? You you were able to fake it during the romance phase and the the courting phase and the dating phase and all that. Now you're married, and it's like you know what? Like here's my toothbrush, here's my issues, here's why I have a short fuse, here's where I have baggage. Like all of a sudden it starts coming out, and then you find out like wow, I got what I wanted, and now this is harder than I thought it was going to be. Wow, I knew if we just started our little family, I had this picture of a, of a portrait, it was going to be great with the kids and a little puppy and a minivan in the background. Oh, the family dream, right? And then you suddenly find out like the minivan door doesn't open like you'd hoped. Now it's got dings in it, cracked windshield talking to myself right now, right? And all of a sudden, like the kids are putting more of a burden on you than you realize. They're requiring more of you as a person. Emotionally, you don't have a l- whole lot left. For the person that, you know, just years ago, you couldn't wait to see. Now, when you look at them, you can barely stand them, right? All of the things that were attractive, 
now annoy you. You know, they went from being, oh, you're so funny to, oh, you don't take anything seriously, right? You're so organized turned into you control everything. (laughs) So the burdens get heavier and heavier and heavier. And you know, what's interesting is like, like, like my son, uh, the look on your face changes. You stop observing and looking and noticing any longer the cool stuff that's happening around you. Uh, you definitely stop looking to the father. Like, in this cool? Like, we're doing this. Because now it's getting really heavy. And it's really actually no fun. And being crushed is like the idea of, like, kind of being turned to powder. Mallory and I talk about this from time to time. Like, God, just just make me powder. It's going to be a, another video we'll do one day. But it's just like that imagery of something being crushed down to a fine, fine powder, you know. And then the the spirit, you know, you think of the spirit as the wind can can blow and move you anywhere. But you have to be crushed first. You know, that's the thing. You know, hard, solid object, not necessarily going to go with the wind. But you crush something down to powder, a gentle breeze can come along, the slightest movement. And it'll carry that thing far and wide. But you got to be crushed. And we all have to figure that out first. You know, we all have to get to that place where we've been crushed. Sometimes it's our arrogance that gets in the way. Sometimes it's success. Sometimes we make decisions that don't make any sense whatsoever. You know, just a shout out to Lamar because, uh, Kasparis, Kasparis, my bad. We got so distracted by the noise and forget the important aspects of life. Thank you so much, Lamar. Sorry for butchering your last name. Forgive me. <laughs> it's a good dude. Um, and so you you suddenly find yourself uh, in a really tough situation. You know, sin is not logical. That's always one of the most interesting things is when, you know, people tell their testimony and they'll be like, you know, and I was so unhappy. Like, I believe they're unhappy when they say that. I I really do. But like when people try to understand why they do the things that they do that are broken and sinful, it's so, so hard to wrap your brains around it. It, it really is. Um, it's it's just not logical. It's about burning it down to burn it down. You know, um, there there are people that will engage in extramarital affairs. For the most bizarre reasons, it, it looks like on the surface, as an example, like they just want to destroy their marriage or, or whatever. They're, they're falling out of love or whatever. Um, sometimes people do stuff, crazy stuff um, that destroys everything they have. Uh, if for no other reason, uh, their, their mortality is setting in. The fact that it's not going to last forever. The fact that their money didn't do for them what they thought it was going to do. Success didn't do for them. And they're just grasping at straws hoping that the next fun, whimsical, whatever will fill or sustain them. And this is what happens to all of us. I mean, eventually we're crushed and eventually we're ground down to powder. And you look at the story of the disciples, they had to be mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually ground down in order to get it. They had to abandon and had to be torn from 
everything that they thought was going to sustain them or help them navigate their situation. That's what they were going to, that's what God was going to have to do. And we talked about this a week or two ago. So, you know, God has to put them in scenarios where they're physically broken, where they're scared within an inch of their life, where their logic isn't working, their previous training isn't working. And he's got to help them resolve the issue within themselves, you know? And that's what you'll start to notice when you're starting to get crushed. You stop observing and looking around like my son and noticing the glory and the splendor and the simple beauty of everything that's happening around you. You, you can't even appreciate it anymore. I think someone can tell you, man, look at that sunset. Isn't that beautiful? And to you, it means nothing because your world's dark, right? And that may be you hearing me or you may be going into that or you may have just gotten out of it. But you know what I'm talking about if that's you. It suddenly just, it doesn't, none of the things matter. And it's like, my boy, you're not looking around anymore. And you're definitely not looking to the father, you know? So this is, this is how things kind of begin to escalate and move. And once we're ground down, ground down to powder, that's when he steps in and goes, hey, man, let me help you carry that burden. Come to me, all you are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Cast that stuff on me. Let me have it. And a lot of times we just don't recognize that when we think we're the ones carrying the weight on the other side of that moment when God picks it all up, um, that, that's the moment when really he's doing the heavy lifting. That's the beautiful part. And so when we get on the other side of it, don't kid yourself. You, you didn't suddenly get a B12 shot and that fixed it. You didn't, you know, like rightly know that when you reflect and you're on the other side of that hot mess, that dumpster fire, that was your world, that you got through it because someone else carried it. And thanks be to God that he did. Right. But you get to high five them anyway and go, man, we did it. <laughs> right? And God's like, really? You know, but you, you get to get on the other side of that and you get to be carried to the other side of it. And if you're in a world right now where your days are getting pretty dark, and you're not able to look around, I can't encourage you enough. I mean, God's word is so clear in Romans, neither height nor depth, neither angels nor demons. Uh, nothing will separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus. Nothing, nothing. There's no burden that he can't carry. There's no trouble that he can't understand. There's no aspect of the human condition that he's not aware of and hasn't experienced. You're not on the island that you think you're on. That's a fallacy. That's deception. He gets it. He gets it 110. So this is this is the beauty is then seeing the joy in my son's face restored. The moment his dad helps him. You know, um, Isaiah 53, 5, but he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was on him. And by his wounds, we are healed. That burden he became on the cross. He became that mess. He became that season of your life. He became that regret. He became that mistake. He became that worry. He became that season of self-centered, selfish decisions that you made. He became all of the moments that would otherwise separate us from a holy and righteous God forever. He became all that. 
and he took it all on the cross and he took it for you and he took it for me because that is the depth of the love of Christ Jesus. That's what I want to leave with you. If you get a chance, check out that video. It's very, very cool. Uh, it's cool, cool to have my boy in there with me. Uh, we got some more content that we'll be hammering out and sharing with you very soon. We have a very cool, very cool testimony. Another one coming out. My buddy Jay Mondick. Um, we, we of course, just premiered his video. Awesome. Get a chance to check that out. And then uh, um, check out this next one. We got some good stuff coming. Lamar, thank you so much for engaging today. I dig it. Uh, any of you guys have any questions, of course, you see that on the ticker tape. You can, of course, get a hold of me at any time. Uh, would love to be able to interact with you, answer your questions, follow up with you as well. Uh, love you guys. Uh, ironically, I am down to 9% and I have no idea when my battery is going to die. Fun stuff, isn't it? I remembered everything but that. <laughs> so love you guys. I will see you next week. Bye.